0: Steve, hey, Steve, that was a good one. I have mustache and beard hair in the duct tape now, James. But hey, everybody. Welcome to Wrong and Wronger, the podcast where my good looks alone have gotten us seven listeners, and without them, we would be there would be this dearth of people out there who want to listen to the show where we argue about things that matter to nobody but always matter to somebody. And my illustrious yet less better looking co-host is James Breakwell over there. How you doing tonight, James?
1: You know, I'd like to compliment you. You started off with the perfect show, and then you blew it. You're like yeah, <laughs> you pitching a perfect game, and you give up. your you know, nine home runs in the bottom of the ninth, but like I could have pitched this as the, the episode where Steve doesn't talk and we would have had at least 10 listeners, maybe 11. And then you had to go and peel off the duct tape, which who doesn't know how to duct tape their own mouth? Come on. That was a, that was a subpar duct taping job. So keep, oh, well. keep at it. You, you'll do better next time. You'll get that tape all the way on there.
0: It was sort of a rush job, you know, the cops were about to break down the door, so I had to look like you were holding me hostage, but (laughs) Mm -hmm. turns out they had the wrong house, but yes, so you are doing well, I'm doing well, the knock-knock joke I told was killer, so you are correct in that I started with that (laughs) Mm no-hitter, But I mentioned the topics, and what are we going to argue tonight,
1: James? This one, um, I came up with it after my wife and oldest daughter pitched me about a 1,000 topics, and this was the best one of a 1,000. This is gonna be intense. (laughs) What we're gonna argue about is which is better, the clicky pens or the pens with a pen cap?
0: Clicky pens, or, all right, so like I've got a clicky one in my hand right now, Mm -hmm. and the pen caps. Uh, I have the hollowed out one that I use as a cigarette once in a while as a prop, but it's pens with a cap on, like the old Bic pens when you and I were in school. Mm -hmm. So, clicky versus uh, cappy pens, and a couple of orders of business we need to get to here, James. First of all, a couple people commenting on your new lighting scheme, and I know you're very proud of it, but there were several comments made about a neck tat are you still working out like how this whole
1: thing lays together with the shading and the green screen and everything? It's it's never going to work perfectly. I mean, if I if the green screen were actually going to work Correctly, I would need like the big studio kind of lights with the umbrellas in like a light controlled room. And I'm just in a corner of our parlor here, guys. I'm doing I'm doing the best I can. This green screen behind me, I, I try to tone it down as much as I can. Basically, it's just there to block you from the clutter of the of the rest of the room. If I got a screen that was some other color than green, it would probably lower your expectations. But they really don't make those. So just don't don't think of this as a green screen. Think of it as a wall. And sometimes I might mess with the transparency and something- Sometimes I might not we'll see I mean this again, we're doing this for like eight people. you got to expect like the typical production value of like your local free access television I mean that's about the <laughs> level we're on, if not a few rungs below. <laughs>
0: You got to plug your TV into the toaster in order to get good reception of that one.
1: Exactly. And if oh, somebody was like, they're commenting like the, the the lighting changes. A lot of the lighting changes you see there are just, I mean, I'm just using a webcam. And it automatically changes the zoom and stuff on lighting. So some of it I nope. can't control. And some of it's because I'm just incompetent. So it's a, it's a mix of the two brought together in the perfect combination of just unappealing video. That, that's what I have to offer.
0: <laughs> well, thank God you got me. I'm like reaching under the water and grabbing your hair and pulling you back up to oxygen. That's what I'm doing. If your
1: side of the video just went dark again, we'd be up to 15 listeners. That would be <laughs> that would be beyond all expectations.
0: Well, speaking of numbers, and this is my new obsession, James. We had a spike in the number of people who gave us thumbs ups last week and we doubled our thumbs downs. We got two thumbs oh, downs last I week. I told
1: you that would happen. If you brought people's attention to it, you were going to you were going to summon the the trolls. Or actually maybe not even trolls, just maybe people giving their honest opinion cuz let's face it, we probably deserve more than two thumbs down. We probably deserve probably about half the thumbs down.
0: I dropped out of the picture there for a minute. My dog walked into the closet that I'm in. I need to get a better lock on the door. How he can't undo a drawer like your pigs can, (laughs) but the door was slightly ajar because it gets hot in here and he came nosing his way in. So say hi, Scooby.
1: So you bought (laughs) what were you gonna ask? You bought this giant manor and you've got you, your wife, and one kid, and in all that space you couldn't get a room for video. You were still in a closet.
0: Yes. Why? Well, Uh, Two reasons. One, because my life is a living hell. But two, because I didn't want any more space than this. It's easier to sound control inside of a smaller space. So I was going to put like egg carton, that foamy stuff on the walls and the ceiling. I got uh, the drop cloth behind me here. But no. At some point, it was decided that this was going to be a storage closet, and so there's a bunch of stuff in here with me, and the ventilation is turned off so that we save money and not air-condition the studio, but here we are. So I'm in this little room, and now a hot poodle is in with me, and that's not a term of endearment for like a curly-haired girl I met at the bar. (laughs) wow you you took a couple beats trying to think of do i have to go back and post and
1: edit that one out i just i wasn't we're just gonna move on (laughs) that's that's the answer (laughs) that we're just gonna move on (laughs)
0: All right, so the neck tat, I mentioned the pigs and the drawer. And James, is this going to be like a Planet of the Apes scenario someday where the pigs just take over your house completely and you will be enslaved by them?
1: I mean, every week our older pig has learned one new human skill. First it was cabinet doors, now it's drawers. I mean, next week she'll probably be driving the car. Like, I don't know where she's going from here. I would like to think the fact that she has hooves and not thumbs will naturally limit her, but that may not be the case. Like, if you ever ever call and you just hear oinking when I pick, pick up just assume she's taken over just record the podcast as normal
0: and if you ever call my house and get that sound it means we got new ice cream (laughs) okay i'm i'm face deep
1: in the all right anyway i like your jokes better when they don't work (laughs) (laughs)
0: last order of business I consider last week's poll a victory because I had an unarguable position. You had an unassailable position, and yet I almost pulled it off. That's a victory
1: for me. Refresh my memory on what topic I beat you on last week.
0: yes it was napkins do you put them on your lap or on the table i don't know what kind of animal puts them on the table but that's what i got saddled with. how could
1: you have lost that argument if you were in a house with kids i mean those napkins stay on the table universally across the board nobody puts it on their lap it's gross it's disgusting but I did enjoy watching you try to argue for the right position for once, and I played devil's advocate and won, because let's face it, I'm a modern-day attorney, and I can just argue either side. But, oh truthfully, God. you lost with the winning argument, because you're supposed to leave them on the table. And the only place you'll put them on their lap is at, is at fancy restaurants where they're trying to act pretentious, and there's no other space on the table to leave your napkin.
0: <laughs> First of all, I never act pretentious. Oh. I am Oh, okay. Says so the guy right. in the closet. <laughs> the duct tape on his head and holding a poodle that weighs less than your pig's poop. Oh, are you going for the dog vote? That's what's happening this week. That's low, Steve. That's low. I just put him back down Uh so he's gone, and I've broken into a sheen of sweat here, so we gotta get to the argument. So we got... Just to refresh everybody's memory, because obviously they've drifted off to doing other things in other parts of their houses. But what do the two sides of the Guam quarter of fate represent for you, James Brakewell?
1: Heads, clicky pen, tails, pen cap.
0: I actually don't I don't have a dog in this fight. I, I don't really know which one I prefer, but we're going to find out in a second. I, uh, All right, heads is clicky. Yes. And it is heads.
1: You, sir, have clicky pens. Well, I do have a dog in this fight, and my dog is the clicky pen, and it is obviously <laughs> a superior pen because you don't have a second piece to lose. If you lose that pen cap for your regular Bic pen, you can never cap it. You put it in your pocket, you put it on your desk, whatever, it's just gonna get ink everywhere. It's out of control, it's half useless. You can't lose the clicker to a clicky pen. It's built in. That's why anytime you can pop it out, you can pop it back in. That thing is a lifesaver if you've got kids. They grab a pen, they run off with it, you just run up and you poke that pen cap and for a few moments you are perfectly safe until they learn how to operate it. But that pen with a pen cap, good luck. They're gonna get that pen, the pen and the pen cap will never. Never see each other again, and your walls are going to be absolutely covered in pen. No question. <laughs> also, let, let's be honest. I mean, the pen, yeah. the pen cap uh, setup is the cheaper variant. It's it's when you're slumming it. It's like, oh, I don't care about this garbage pen. I don't I don't value my writing. I don't value my hand that holds it. This is just the cheapest they could possibly manufacture it, just an extra piece of plastic to put over the top. The Clicky pens have craftsmanship. They're heavier, they're sturdier, they last longer, they can hold more ink inside, they can take more abuse. Heck, they're worth refilling, those disposable pens. It says right in the name, they're disposable, they're garbage, you use it a little bit and you toss it away and you never think about it again. Every, like, ornate pen that people collect and stuff, they're all the clicky pens. I mean, that's, that's where the money is, that's where the style is, that's where the fashion is. And you wouldn't understand anything about this, but those of us who are sophisticated and like the finer things in life will always, always gravitate towards the clicky pens, and I don't know how you can be against that.
0: James, one man's cheap is another man's cost-effective, <laughs> and I don't know how rich all of our seven listeners are, but I would imagine being frugal when they go to the pen Store is high <laughs> on their priority list. You can purchase Mm -hmm. pens with platinum tips and diamond clickers for thousands of dollars, or you can get a pack of 10 bics for like a buck and a half. Where are you going to go, James? Thousands of dollars or a buck? Well, I know where you would go. You've got that big Victorian mansion that you live in. But I go cost effective. I've been to your place a couple times, and I remember when Alfred answered the door. But the other issue, and maybe this is saying a bit too much about me, But I like... I wish I had one in here to demonstrate. I like chewing on the sticky-outy part of the pen cap. And it might be a little nervous habit of mine. I don't mind chewing on the back end of the pens either when I'm contemplating. And I am complentative a lot. And I like when I make up words, for example, like that one. And I like chewing on the pen. You can't chew on a clicky pen. Like there's just too many sharp things and it'd be like going to the dentist. So I I sort of prefer the design of those cap pens. The other thing is clicky pens will break, man. You got things that unscrew. The clicker thing can break. This one is a more sleek design. But... Nah, shoot, I don't have one that has a break in the middle. If you put that thing in your back pocket and sit down, and I've had this happen because I take pens from hotels all over this fine nation of ours, but they snap in the middle. Those chew or the cap pens will not snap. And lastly... <laughs> I got two words for you, Breakwell, and this will bring out the 12 year old boy and both of us spitballs. You cannot turn that thing into a spitball launcher if you've got a clicky pen. You need one of those pens that you can pull the ink out, pull the cap off the back end, and poof. You can hit people days away, rows away, miles away. If you get a good spitball and you roll it around on your tongue a little bit, maybe even give a, <laughs> a little loogie in there too, man, for consistency and power, you can get that thing launched. You can't do that with a clicky pen. Those four arguments alone should probably make you surrender.
1: Okay, so first of all, your gross oral fixation is a poor criteria for picking a pen type. <laughs> I don't want to think about anything you stick in your mouth, especially nothing you stick in your mouth and pull back out and sit on a desk. I mean, you. I know, what well, you're the psychologist here. What does it say about you that you can't avoid sticking things in your mouth? As for, uh, as for like, shooting spitballs at people, I mean, you're just yeah. spreading germs and disease. I mean, yeah, schools, baby. schools are already a petri dish of every plague known to man, and this, those those other pens, they're just perpetuating it. I mean, that's argument number one for why teachers shouldn't l- allow those disposal pens in your room. Second of all, it's only co- more cost effective if they last longer. But The fact is, those cheaper pens, they don't last as long. And you don't take as good a care of them because they're garbage. And if you have to go through five or six of them for every one clicky pen, then you're not saving any money. Let me put it to you this way. Most people, when they use pens, they're going to be at the office at work. You wouldn't know anything about this because you never had a real job in your life, but if you go up to the <laughs> office supply closet and if they have one bin of Bic pens, if they have one bin of clicky pens, you are going to grab the clicky pen for yourself cuz you are worth it and you don't want to have to come back over here to grab nine other pens that you're going to lose or break or whatever and that's another thing when those uh when those clicky pens if they do break when it takes like yeah. the force of a bulldozer to snap them but if they do oh break my God. um you they, okay they they come apart in pieces and you can reassemble them the big pen if it snaps it snaps right in the middle of that you know that ink cylinder in the middle and you are getting ink Everywhere. It is it is a mess. You're gonna to have to go home in disgrace. You're gonna look look like you got attacked by a squid. I mean, it's just I mean, your boss is probably gonna fire you for incompetence right there. Why take the chance? But I mean, you don't want to be over there signing some big business deal with somebody and you just have a have a junky pen that can't write or falls apart or snaps in half. You're gonna want if you want to seal the deal and show your business associate that you're serious, you're gonna sign with a clicky pen and then you're gonna hand him a clicky pen as well. And you're not gonna call it a clicky pen because it sounds pretty childish, but you're certainly not going to use use a disposable pen because your business deal is not disposable and your colleagues are not disposable. You are worth it. Well, not you, Steve Olivas, but you, right. the listener in general, the general worker. Steve Steve probably does deserve the disposable pens. I'm not going to lie. It's a good fit for you. The garbage pen for the garbage person, but for the rest of us who take our jobs seriously and who want to be taken seriously and want the right tool for the job, the cookie pen is the way to go.
0: I figured out why people vote for you, James. Why is and it has nothing to do with getting the better argument. It's you filibuster until people are like, oh, for God's sake, what is his number? Just roll the dice. Olivas, oh, obviously, A, better looking. I mean, we set that right at the front of the show. But also has a better argument because he's concise. He doesn't waste half of my life talking. You just run out and- of
1: words. You do your two arguments and 15 words into the podcast, you're on empty. I'm still going. I, got- I could do another hour on this.
0: If you've ever been hit in the side of the face with a spitball, you will know that exacting your vengeance is your sole function in life, and uh, that's all I'm going to say. My middle school career would have been dashed on the rocks of hopelessness had it not been for those cap pens and the ability to volley back spitballs. Done.
1: Okay. Well, the world would be better off if they had dashed your hopes early on. You know, the kid who were like, oh, good job. Keep trying. Here's a participation trophy. That was you. If they would have just stopped you over earlier in like third grade, we wouldn't be here in this predicament right now. But I'm going to go ahead oh. and roll the dice just so people Lord, can go Lord, ahead and reward. Ro- oh, by the way, by the way, by yep. the way. Yep. In the official intern era, I'll have you know, I have been informed yeah. that we are now tied. Five and five. You had a ridiculous run of wins at the start when people didn't understand the voting system. But then things settled down a bit. They started to figure out how things work. They stopped clicking on your name by mistake. And now we are tied (laughs) up with five and five in the modern era. So Hold on. No, that's not
0: what it said. Yes, yes. It
1: said since they've been tracking it, we are five and five. I They've can been read.
0: tracking it for longer than ten weeks.
1: Well, that's all the further she went back. We're tied up.
0: You, okay, you that's the point. You don't, don't the have last any. Ten weeks. were five and five.
1: You don't have any data going back any further than that. Neither do I. We're certainly not going to dig back that far. I think I deleted half those polls. So you have no, no way to it prove. Turned, otherwise
0: Carol has all of that stuff. She's going to go back. I don't think she's I will. I don't
1: know if she's what? been doing it longer than ten weeks. I. I don't know. I think. I think she says she's been doing it ten weeks because I listen oh. when they tell us things. I pay attention. For in return for their unpaid labor I listen and that's why I'm their favorite they talk they talk so much crap about you behind your back it's, it's insane <laughs> they hate you so much <laughs>
0: For all the dice, God, and next week when you're eating your words, I will be shooting spitball (coughs) in my mind.
1: All right. If you want to vote for me and the winning side and clicky pens, vote for 72. If you want to vote for Steve and disposable pens and garbage in general, vote for 78. And if you want (laughs) to throw your vote away, vote for 98
0: throwaway vote is 98. Mm -hmm. Alright, obviously 8 is the lucky number here this week, and so just vote for the ones with the 8 at the end of them. Anything ending in a 2 is only one quarter as good, and that's how we know Breakwell and Olivas match up. So vote for 78, feel good about yourself, and let's try to put a stop to Breakwell's Blow hardering during all of these debates at filibuster you call it whatever you want it just makes everybody check their watch and think i got better podcast to listen to <laughs> like 10 minutes to save your marriage which we're going to record next but until then until next week, until next Thursday when this sucker drops, this is Steve Olivas, Dr. Steve from James the Exploding Unicorn Breakwell, saying thanks for listening, thanks for watching, keep supporting us, all seven of you, and vote. Thumbs up this week. Talk to you next week. Have a good week, everybody. Two wrongs can't make a right. Ah!